0: My name's Red, and I want to tell you about the Transformers. My curiosity is aroused. Oh,
1: These fools worship Transformers. Decepticons, transform and rise up.
2: Robots with emotions. Robots who can die. Arrest. Silence. Hey guys, welcome back to another Transformerific episode of Transformers Tuesdays. Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight. And before I reveal the super-secret special thing that we're all talking about tonight, I want to introduce you to three, count them, three of my fellow fanholes. So why don't you guys give a shout-out and let everybody know
3: who's here tonight. I'm Mike. Rub me and reveal my allegiance. God damn!
0: This is Justin. Don't rub me. I need an adult.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is funny and back in my day, we didn't have tablets. Or cell phones, or electricity. We just had little pieces of cardboard and vital stickers,
2: <laughs> and we liked it. I walked five miles to get my, my sticker book in the snow and back. No, I didn't. But, um, yeah, so, so basically what we're here talking about tonight on Transformers Tuesdays is we wanted to get together and talk about, I guess, what I'm going to refer to as media obscura. And this is stuff that's like Transformers related, but You probably wouldn't immediately think of it, like, on on first inspection, first thought. Like, this is something we kind of, I guess we're digging deep within the various multimedia kind of properties and and stuff that's out there for Transformers, and we wanted to kind of dig deep and look at something that we, we had certainly fond memories of, but something that maybe, just maybe, might not necessarily be on the Transformers Wikia page possibly so so yeah we wanted to sort of dig deep and and kind of jog those nostalgic childhood memories of something that is almost ephemeral you know kind of one of these fleeting disposable forms of entertainment and and also given it's probably a thing that tony mentioned about you know that that me and him are like 500 years old or whatever because like some of these things are not necessarily going to be like, you know, on a tablet or you know, you know what I mean like they, they, they'll kind of be of their time, I think. I mean, that that's kind of how I take some of these. But yeah, so, so I guess what we're doing is we're talking about sort of sort of obscura in in the sense of like kind of transformers media and and products and things like that. Electronic voice changers. Oh my- or Transformer action card. I, I don't know. Like, should should we just start with like one of us and, and talk about the specific thing? Do we want to all tell the listeners what kind of what we brought to the table and then go through it? Like, how do you guys want to do this?
0: Let's go one by one and keep them a surprise. Okay,
2: okay. sounds good. I, I, I will do. It sounds like sounds like you're making it,
1: making it more than meets the eye, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have know.
2: no objection. All right, all right. So let's see. I guess. I mean, I don't know, like, like, I don't, I don't know that I really know the chronology of these items, but I mean, I kind of feel like Tony's is probably the eldest of the four of us. So I'm going to ask Tony and start with Tony and ask him kind of like what he selected and, and, and then we can sort of talk about it for a bit. And and hopefully we, you know, some of us may or may not have shared experiences with these, these uh, media and product related items that are akin to the the transformers product line, but if, if we do I guess we'll we'll share stories and, and kind of swap experiences so what what did you what did you pick Tony for tonight
1: um I'm, I picked something uh, that was made by the Presto magics uh, company they were basically like kind of a crafty company in the 80s they uh, did a lot of stuff that was more hands-on more physical kind of you know hobby stuff I guess you would say The one I have is like called like lift and peel uh and or they're called like you know they can be called color forms or uh transfers whatever you want to call it uh basically all it really is especially the one i picked is you get this uh flat textured board that's kind of got a glossy finish to it and there's usually a scene depicted on it and it could be for anything not just transformers there's there was marvel ones there was gi joe ones they, they did a lot of these and you get uh more than a few, like, sheets of these vinyl clings, I guess you would call them now. They were actually probably kind of new back then. Back in the day. And you would have your various heroes and villains. Uh, and the one uh, I, I have uh, in my avatar tonight, <laughs> uh, all the uh, the characters have their box art as uh, their, their representation, which was kind of cool. And in addition to these character models, you would also have... Uh, sound effect little onomatopoeia balloons like wham or kapow or blast or whatever. And also before there was there was energy effect plastic, there was energy effect stickers. And they'd be like these little blasts of energy or uh shotgun blasts or or even explosions that you could put like near your uh characters. And the whole the whole idea was is if you played with it, you can make your own story. It would be mostly visual. You know, you have a couple of sound effects but you the the fun was placing them you know it was like i'm going to put Optimus Prime here and he's going to shoot Megatron over there but wait here comes Starscream and he's going to take the blast accidentally and blah 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 you make a story in your head and the fun thing about it was is since they were vinyl clings and the way that the uh background was is when you were done you could just peel them all off uh throw them in the box and the next time you wanted to play with it they you could make a whole new story you know it was like oh Megatron join the Autobots or or
2: or, I don't know, Mirage is going to go get drunk, you know, whatever, you know. What yeah, it's, it's it's kind of like a fleeting, disposable form of entertainment, because, I mean, once you, it, it's like you, you would either set up your piece and then kind of admire it and leave it alone, but if, if you did what you suggested, like, try to, you know, maybe, you know, change the scenery and change where different characters were, like, it's not like you could just peel them off again. Like, you, you sort of had to use whatever your leftover sort of decals were so you 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 usually would have like more than one of the the lead characters and things like that like you know i i never had the uh transformers ones like the one that i remember having was there there were uh presto magics from return of the jedi so like i remember having the background of like the sail barge and the the sarlacc pit and then you could you know there there were like two or three you know, Luke Skywalker's or whatever. You know, one might have his lightsaber drawn. The other yeah. one might be like swinging along a rope with slave Leia or something like that. But I mean, I imagine, depending on the, the scenario, because this is that stick and lift. So could you actually, like, for that one, could you actually, like, remove this? Like, were they kind of puffy where you could, like, migrate them if you wanted to? Um, Yeah, actually, yeah, there, there was, like, two kinds. There is the
1: one I was trying to find for Transformers, but I could never find one. So I guess it was just, like, Star Wars and there were
2: some Marvel ones. They're, like, the ones you're talking about. You got, like, this little uh, plastic red They called them, like, magic transfers. So it's like you would, it would be, like, a sheet of paper and you'd put it over, like, the the sail barge or the sarlacc pit or the skiff and then you'd, like, rub it with, like, a pencil or something like that and then it would basically, it's kind of like an iron-on almost, but you would just basically, like, keep penciling in until it, Basically filled your background piece, but it sounds like this one because I'm I'm looking at the image of it because the the one in your avatar is the one that's like it says trouble on Mount Saint Hillary right like and it's got like Thundercracker yeah. on it like I'm I'm looking at it closer where I'm like oh it looks like you could kind of move the fire hydrant and like all these different you know the transformers or whoever's on there and stuff so that's kind of interesting so so in this case they wouldn't have to give you like multiple. Well, it does look like there's like, oh, wait, no, that's Megatron. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe there are two sound waves. But I'm like, no, it's just one sound wave and one Megatron. So I guess you would just move those across the, you know, the Oregon background or whatever as the the is erupting and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was they, like, yeah, like I said, I was trying to find the one I described to you for Transformers, but I guess they didn't make one. But this is the same company and it was the same idea but unlike um, the one you're talking about that I remember, too, and I, ha- I had this version, too. I had the G.I. Joe version of this where you could lift and peel and all that stuff and do all that kind of stuff. And I know I had one of the Transformers ones. I guess it was the sticker one, and I just didn't remember it correctly. But uh, I do remember, like especially the G.I. Joe one, and I would assume it applies to Transformers, you could yeah, lift the sticker off and put it somewhere else and you would like you know it every time you know again you have to use your imagination guys like this isn't like you know a video game where they do a lot of the
2: the, the hard work for you you know you have to imagine a story or like you know oh this is what's gonna happen this you is know? this uh, sorry i just posted something in our chat but this is super tiny and i can't find the original ebay listing but maybe maybe that's something similar to what you had because this one looks like it's Presto magic, but more of the transfers and it's got like an outer space background to it or whatever. That might be the one I had. Okay. See, I swear I had the, like the one that you did the transfers. This says it's called last day on Cybertron. Maybe we can find a better image of, Oh yeah, this is, this is a lot bigger. Hang on. Let me see if, Oh wow. Yeah. This is, this is a good here. There's a good, I mean, it's a, like some kind of, Listing or whatever, but these have a lot better fi- pictures of it. So, and they're larger. So maybe this is what you had because it's it, look, it says last day on Cybertron super transfer set, sturdy action board 16 by 24, two transfer sheets with over 150 transfers, a special magic stick. That's, that's what I was talking about. Like you could use a pencil, but like you were saying, it's this yeah. red sort of pen type thing that you use to basically, you know, for lack of a better term iron on or transfer the 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 art onto the the backdrop or whatever is this is this the one you had tony like do you think or yeah I, this would have to be because
1: like the this that definitely seems familiar it's been a long time guys so like i was having to like pull it from memory but i was right on another thing like i would write on one thing like there seems to be a lot of box oh yeah yeah for sure like for all, the, the all the character models, models yeah. are
2: definitely the 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 box art from the toys and stuff like that yeah yeah so
1: like yeah this that definitely seems familiar and the the size kind of fits too because i was looking at the mount saint Hilary one and i'm like that looks like what i had but like it looked really small and you know like i said presto magic made a few different types of products you could do these kind of crafty things with and uh like derek said this one that like has the transfers is a lot more permanent. Like after you put them down, they're there. You can't move them. <laughs> you know, they're they're there. Yeah, for there's life. a little
2: there's a little but, uh, ad in this. Like that, it comes with like a um, kind of like a little booklet that's like you know it basically says make the action come alive. But then it says featuring all of your favorites. So here's the stuff that Tony and I were talking about because you can see they've got Return of the Jedi, they've got GI Joe, they've got Daffy Duck, Captain Caveman. Looks like. Like Warner Brothers characters, like Bugs Bunny and Road Runner. It looks like Spider Man, ET, and Yogi Bear. So I guess they had a whole bunch of licenses to to make these kind of transfer type things.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know if they were like super popular. I don't know, but they were really prolific. You could, yeah, there was a lot of different ones. I didn't know half of those existed. I, I remember seeing the Marvel ones and the Star Wars ones. But I didn't know they did,
2: like, Bugs you, Bunny and all Do you all remember that. <laughs> where you got yours? Because I I, I kind of feel like the, the Return of the Jedi one I probably got from, like, a grocery store or something. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm conflating stuff, but, I mean, I, I feel like there was this same section where, like, you would get, like, your read-along books and stuff like that. Just stuff to, like, keep kids busy or amused, and it was, like it must've been in a similar yeah. location or whatever, but I could imagine this being sold at like arts and craft stores and stuff like that too. Cause like you're saying, it's kind of this crafty type thing or whatever. Um, I, I definitely got mine at Kmart. I remember very well going to Kmart and
1: getting it. However, you are correct. It wasn't, it, they didn't sell them like right next to the transformer toys or the action right, figures. Right. It was a, if I remember correctly, it was actually on the same aisle. They had a lot of the uh, plastic mm, modeling. Bits. Okay, it was like there was like a little in area where you could like get other stuff that wasn't modeling, but it was like you know crafty and building yourself. So, stuff, so yeah?
2: are are me and Tony like just? Is this like looking at like a a tablet with like you know the Ten Commandments on it for you guys like Justin and Mike? Like what what, <laughs> what does does this trigger anything at all, or are you just kind of like what is this old geezer transfer shit?
0: No, I had some uh, Ninja Turtle co- color okay, forms, okay. and my cousin had like a Batman one, and I think I lost his Batmobile, and he got kind of mad about that, so um, I'm I'm familiar with these, I just, I guess it is kind of an old, I was going to say toy, it's hard to think of this it's, as a toy. It's like,
2: it's like what, I don't know, yeah, what would you, uh, I mean, it's kind of like an artistic amusement, or like a you know it's like it's like it, it's, it's a, project. a project it's like you know it's like it's like equivalent to like this would be in the section where they would sell like coloring books or like activity yeah. books where like you used to be able to like oh you know connect the dots and then you draw psych hill or some fucking shit you know like it's like one of those kind type things where you'd have like, you know, paint sets and activity books or like or or even like paint by numbers, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, for all the ones, you know, fill them up with yellow and for all the, you know, all the twos, fill them up with red. And before you know it, you got like Optimus Prime, like, you know, shooting Megatron in the face or whatever, you know, like something like that.
1: I mean, I will will agree with you, Derek. I think it really was. I think these kind of toys, well, not toys, but these. What activity uh, sets? I don't know. Things. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they were definitely made to shut kids up and go do something.
0: <laughs> I mean, I played with my Ninja Turtles set, but I didn't play with it that much. You know, like I like it was, a you know, it was a Christmas present. So I would, you know, give it my attention because someone, you know, gave it to me. But after a while, I kind of felt like there was only so much you could do with it. And I would go, you know, play with my toys or play Nintendo or whatever.
1: Like it'll, it, you know, it doesn't provide hours of entertainment, but you could do it for like an hour and, you know, be kind of happy and be like, oh, this this was fun. But yeah, it wouldn't be something like, especially the transfers, you can only do them once. So besides, if you want to frame it or just tack it to your wall, once you're done with it, you're done. You know,
2: <laughs> Like I made a thing. Yeah, I mean, you, you really couldn't. I mean, with those ones that were transfers, like once you transferred it, it kind of was it's not like the one that. Tony was talking about with the Mount St. Helens, where you could conceivably, you know, you might get a few tries to, you know, make multiple displays with the same same ty- type of stickers and stuff like that.
0: See, at first, when Tony said transfers, I, I thought he was talking about, like, the little iron on things you can make for like t shirts. Like that's what came to mind. That
1: was a thing for a while too. Yeah, you could get like the transfer for t shirts. I mean, it, I
0: mean stuff, it's yeah. the
2: same principle. It's just instead of a t shirt, you're you're transferring yeah. it onto like this background or whatever. I, I would say like, you know this isn't meant to
1: be like a ooh sad story. But you know, I think a lot of us, I would assume, weren't like, you know, obscenely rich or our parents weren't obscenely rich when we were kids. So um in a way like when you got something like this this was like kind of like oh i can kind of play with megatron and optimus prime and i you know my family can't afford those or like you know, they don't want to buy me every fucking transformer toy you know and it's like yeah they're not actually toys but it's kind of a cool way to put the characters in your own story in a way yeah. you know because like when i was when i was a kid like you know we would do like crazy stuff like uh Build like Lego Transformers. Not nearly as good as Alan Yap. He's an awesome guy. You should check out his stuff, by the way. <laughs> look him up on Instagram. But we build like these clunky Lego Transformers, and it'd be like, "Oh, this is Omega Supreme." Did not look like Omega Supreme, but like you know, we we improvised. We did with what we could. You know,
0: I I remember using the Ninja Turtle and the Batman color form for like a su- like a subject, and I would try to like you know draw it. Like oh, okay. I, I thought, you know, because they were so like well illustrated, especially my Ninja Turtle ones, because they were kind of like cartoon stylized. I can remember like setting them aside and like trying to, you know, draw them on uh, paper or whatever. Like that that's probably the most use I got out of them to be honest, was like a drawing subject or something.
1: Oh, they were they were like a good reference for you.
0: Yeah, drawing reference.
1: Yeah, because the cartoon, the cartoon
2: moved too much. Like those were
1: perfectly yeah, still. So, yeah, yeah, that's
2: true. The The other thing too, besides like kind of entertaining yourself with like you know using them as references or or trying to you know create your own art and and also play with those either color forms or transfers or whatever i mean there is something to be said about having like a whole battlefield on like a little kind of poster board or whatever like i mean you know whatever the price point of those were it's insurmountably cheaper than going out and buying like all the transformers that could be featured on that poster board, right? Because you know what I oh, mean, yeah, like, like yeah. so. So you, you know, maybe if you're lucky, you know, you get one of the the mini bots or the cassette bots, and and then if you're really lucky, you know, on your birthday, you get like a seeker or whatever. But it's like, you know, I, I mean, I remember doing things yeah. with my buddies where we would pool all our collections together just to make like a video with hundreds of transformers, but it was like pooled among like a lot of the neighborhood kids. So like I was trying to make like videos and turn old toys into action masters and and do things like that. But, but <laughs> right. I mean, you, you had to sort of collectively pull your, your stuff together to get like some, some of these like epic kind of showcase style collections or whatever. But with, with this, you know, you, like you could conceivably have the Autobots and the Decepticons and have this big epic battle. And, you know, it's just uh you know a, a little sheet of paper where you're transferring decals on or or a little poster board or something like that but you still have this sort of epic looking you know space battle where you know you've got all kinds of transformers you know combating each other and and you sort of like like you're saying Tony you as as a kid you know maybe you're powerless in a certain sense because you know you're you're waking up you're you have to go to school you have to do this and that but this is something where there, there is that kind of fantasy aspect of, you know, you're a child, but you're controlling this environment and this universe, right? You're deciding, oh, are the, are the Autobots protecting Cybertron? Are the Decepticons invading? Are, are the Decepticons like holding off the Autobots who are coming to reclaim Cybertron? Like you can basically decide how these things are going to go. You know, I mean, there there may be certain poses that influence your decision. You know, it's like you, you you might have to have somebody sneak up on gears because he's facing to the right. You know what I mean? But I mean, otherwise, like you're you're kind of as as the kid with this, you're kind of not not only do you have access to like this wealth of of characters and 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 kind of battle pieces, but you're also basically kind of deciding what happens, and you're kind of in control of it. Yeah, you can look like crazy stuff like sets so like, you know, let's say
1: Thundercracker and uh Sunstreaker are, are are naturally facing each other, like the way the sticker sheet is. Like, you know, oh well well, well you know, this is this is IDW Thundercracker and he's helping out Sunstreaker so you can put it back to back so they're actually fighting, you know, with each other. I mean, you know, yeah. It, it was all about your yeah, imagination.
3: If that, if that
2: little kid had a, had a DeLorean and could go to the future and find out about IEW Transformers comics, I'm sure that's the first thing you'd do with his tr- Um
1: And one thing I will say that Justin kind of hinted on, and you, you too, Derek, um, even if it was just like box art or more cartoony style like Justin had with the, the Turtles, uh, or even, like if I remember correctly, the... The Return of the Jedi ones had kind of a Marvel Comics look to yeah, them. I yeah, think. yeah, I,
2: I would say so. Yeah,
1: yeah. the The art was really good for what you got. I mean, it was like pretty, pretty professional level art. The uh, Cybertron one, like Cybertron, looks awesome. Looks badass. It's like that. That's a really cool backdrop, and there's like this big, you know, giant sun slash planet in the background. You know, and it, it really did look like the back box
2: art. You know, but you get to make yeah, the scene, yeah, which is kind of yeah, cool. that is kind of cool because yeah, you you would constantly be exposed to those those the rear of the box, you know, having that, those specialized kind of art pieces that, you know, kind of were supposed to, I guess, entice you as a child to want to buy those various toys and everything. But again, you you weren't necessarily in control of how the art looked, right? But in this one, you could basically decide what's going to happen on that little page or that that kind of poster board or whatever so yeah that's i mean it's kind of cool like like these are the kind of things you sort of forget about like that brought you joy as a child like whether it's like you know i i mean i'm just gonna list off like goofy things that i can barely remember but like you know like etch a sketch or like um i i remember there was there was this like monster thing or whatever where i can't even remember what it was called but you would you 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 basically would stick a sheet of paper over like these pre-formed like, monster pieces, and if you if you basically took, like, a slab of color and and kind of slid it across the paper, then you would essentially create your own little monster on the printed page or whatever. So,
0: I yeah, know. you know
2: what I mean? Like, it's like you forget about that shit because yeah. it was like, oh, this was fun. Like, you know, I, I guess it's like things like you know, Simon Says or 2XL or, you know, whatever those things were that you sort of amused yourself with, like kind of kind of pre-Atari amusements, I guess, or whatever. You know what I mean? I, yeah.
1: I, I'm, I remember there was one that was kind of like what you're talking about, Derek. It was like this uh, tray,
2: and it came with multiple tiles. Yeah, yeah that that was it, were, they whatever they were... the hell that was called. Like, that, that was the thing I was thinking of. Yeah,
1: and you would, like, run over it, and you could, yeah, you could, like, yeah, it had three different sections, and... You know, you can make like how the monster is supposed to look, like because they have set patterns. Like you know, oh, this is like a Bigfoot, but you could give like the Bigfoot like fish right, man or arms or like or, a tail, or, a snake or he tail, could breathe yeah. fire,
2: or, you know, whatever the fuck it was, or he'd be like a a bird fish wolf man, or you know, whatever the fuck it was. So yeah, uh, my Mike is like, you guys are old. <laughs> ah,
1: <laughs> you have cave you have paintings these? scratched on walls. <laughs> Did you have any kind of like uh, 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 arts and crafty stuff like that, though, Mike? I mean, like I said, these did come out in the early 80s, so I'm not surprised you didn't get them. Justice makes more sense because Turtles was in the late 80s, early 90s, so those were probably available to him. But
3: like, did, did you just not get any of this kind of stuff when you were no. a kid? I was more into like sticker books and coloring books and stuff like that. Basically, like I had to, you know, if I, I, I get what you're saying, like you kind of had to use your imagination and stuff. And like, you know, the way I kind of did that, like I I wouldn't always put the stickers from sticker books on the proper place, like in the book. Like I would put them on my wall and stuff and, you know, throw them everywhere. So that's kind of what I did.
1: Oh, I think I know the sticker books you're talking about. They like what came with they came with like the stickers, but the page would have like the little dotted outlines of where they were supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and you were supposed. Yeah, to go further, but I but I did not. I I fought the man. <laughs> as far as far as I go, like that that was just yeah a fond memory of my childhood. It was it was just something I I, I like to play around with. I I think it really it was one of those things. There's like you you kind of forget this when you get older. But I think it was one of the things that kind of sparked my interest in art and wanting to draw, kind of like Justin was saying, using it for reference. When I saw this, you know, I felt like I was creating something. And then, you know, one day it just kind of clicked in my little kid brain. I was like, well, hell, I can just draw these and totally make my own thing. And the like stuff like that, you know, it could be good for a kid's imagination, you know, which, you know, not to, not to get on a soapbox. But I, I think imagination is severely lacking in today's children sometimes. And. You know, maybe they they should get some more transfers in their life. Damn it! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that aside, I don't. I, yeah, I don't really have too much more to add. I just you know, I, I remember these fondly, and like Derek said, they were a product of the time. And I'm also not stupid enough to think that this would be popular now. I understand that, like, you know, just like the uh, sit and spin, like you know, wheel that kids used to play with, where you sit down on it, you turn the wheel, and you spin around till you fly off, and it's like that was fun. That would be like you know dangerous childhood you know endangerment you know so some of these toys or products are uh, the, definitely a, a part of their their timeline but uh
2: when i had them when they were around at this time i really enjoyed them so cool so i think what i'm gonna do next because I'm, I'm slowly i have a plan now but i'm, I'm kind of still going hopefully in some sense of chronological order but i'm i'm kind of curious like what did you bring justin and i think we'll talk about yours next
0: I brought the 1986 Ultra Magnus Electronic Voice synthesizer. If you don't know what this is, it's just a piece of plastic in the shape of Ultra Magnus. And he comes in three colors, red, white, and blue. And you can move his arms, and that's it. But the ceiling feature is he has this little like straw-like tube on his back. And then you push a button on his side. You push, you put the straw in your mouth and speak. And it'll make you sound, in theory, like a transformer. And I thought this was really cool as a kid. I was like, wow, like, I I could sound like a robot, like a transformer. Like, this is really cool. And I didn't have a whole lot of transformer toys as a kid. And I know I've talked about this with you guys, but I can't remember if this made it on the show. Most of my transformers were, like small ones like you know bumblebee and warpath and like a crosshairs was probably like the biggest transformer i had as a little kid but like this this little like voice changer ultra magnus when i wasn't like running around saying stuff pretending i was an autobot like he would stand in and you know he would like give bumblebee and warpath orders there are a couple of videos on youtube where you know some people they've bought one and they're kind of trying it out and it kind of sounds like Your voice, it makes your voice sound like a Superman from, like, Doctor Who, like, you know, Second Doctor era or something. It's just kind of, like, really electronically distorted.
1: Kind of metallic?
0: Yeah, kind of. And it's also hard to understand what you're saying at times. You really have to, like, speak slowly and enunciate. Otherwise, it just sounds like a bunch of, like, electronically scrambled gibberish. I think, and I'm not sure, but I think I got this at Magic Mart, because there was only one Magic Mart in town, and it was, like, right beside the movie theater. And sometimes, you know, if, if I got to go see a movie, sometimes I'd, like, you know, be like, oh, can we go to Magic Mart? I want to look at toys. And I, I feel like I got this at Magic Mart. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, this this thing was really cool. And I had it well into high school. I don't know what happened to it now. Like, I probably... It's either in storage or I lost it when I moved because I've moved it a couple times. But um, I know it it probably sounds kind of lame, but um, I really liked this thing as a kid because, like, not only did it make me sound, you know, in my head, not only did it make me sound like a robot or a transformer, but I could also pretend it was uh, Ultra Magnus and make him give orders to people and, you know, pew, pew, bang, bang, as MGo might say. (laughs) But um, I'm kind of curious. Like, are you any of you guys familiar with this, or or did any of you have this when you were kids?
2: I I did not. I, I want I want to see it. I I feel like this is the first time I've been introduced to it. Like, I'm kind of looking at like the the link to the the Angel Fire page about it that was uh-huh. on the TF Wiki or whatever. So it's kind of interesting. Like, I see how you're supposed to like plug the straw in his back, and then that's supposed to be what generates the the sounds and everything
1: i I will say it is kind of interesting that uh a lot of stuff we we're talking about tonight is probably from a bygone era and like you know like it's old um and even though this uh item that justin has brought is definitely kind of outdated like one of the things you still see in toy stores now or not even toy stores but just retail stores in the uh, action figure aisle You'll see like Optimus Prime helmets or Darth Vader helmets, which will make you sound like the those characters. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, is this a you know, is this like color forms? Like is this from a bygone era? And I was thinking about that today and I was like, you know what? Like you see Optimus Prime voice changing helmets, Darth Vader helmets, like it doesn't the Star Lord helmet change your voice too?
2: I, it might. I'm not sure. I, I was like trying to look I, up an example of something I had that was comparable, and I'm noticing there are even like modern Bayformers items where you stick stuff on your head and you're supposed to sound like Optimus Prime, apparently. So,
0: yeah, there, there's kind of like a, a an infamous like YouTube video of this guy. Putting the Optimus Prime helmet on his head and going to like McDonald's drive-through, and he's like, "I'm Optimus Prime, and I want chicken nuggets." <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, "I think they called the cops on the guy or something."
1: Yeah, but but, but I mean that, that 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 all that means though is there there are kids who want to sound that way because when you're a kid, you know, you have a uh, you know a little squeaky kid voice, and you know you you hear these these adult sounding heroes on your favorite cartoons or whatever. So like there's still that kind of like desire to be like a grown up or be a robot, you know. And so yeah, like I, th- this was this was like the precursor.
0: <laughs> I, I I remember like always being kind of fascinated with like Doctor Claw's voice from Inspector Gadget because I watched a lot of Inspector Gadget when I was a kid and I was like, how do they do that? And then I was like, wait, Doctor Claw is also Dark Side. I was like, that kind of like blew a little. Kid brain, like I guess this is before I knew, you know, a person did both of those voices or whatever. But I was just like, I was like, how do you even make your voice sound like that? Like that's so weird.
1: I say we have we have the voice changer here. We have a we have a my mic here who could who could be our doctor. Exactly. Claw changer. I
2: I the only thing I have that's comparable, Justin, is there I, a quick uh Google search? I I did have at one point the 1984 Transformers voice changer and I guess most people probably refer to it as the rumble one because the face kind of looks like rumble and frenzy and is red so and I do recall that because it was like you 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 put on like this headset and then you flipped on the rumble head and then when you spoke into the headset it would it would come out kind of Robotic sounding or whatever, so it's not quite the same as your Ultra Magnus one. But when you mentioned it like that, that's the only equivalent. You know, you know, do, doing the the male thing of of equating, you know, a story with another story. You know, I'm kind of like, oh well, mm-hmm. you know, my my thing was that voice changer. So like, I, I I did experience a Transformers voice changer product, but it was it was not Ultra Magnus. Like, I never happened to stumble into that, but I do remember that this kind of rumble voice changer existed. And I guess, you know, you're supposed to put the rumble head on like your belt buckle or something like that. And then stick the, the headset over your head with the wire pointed to it and then run around and, you know, be like, boy, that means the eye or whatever the fuck you were supposed to do. Right? Like <laughs>
0: yeah. you're supposed to,
2: you know.
1: Yeah. A lot, a lot of these toys were designed to make you look like a giant dork. Yeah, they really yeah. were.
0: <laughs> I, I was telling the guys earlier, like that. there's that little, clear like straw tube on the Ultra Magnus's back that you put in your mouth like I'm pretty sure that I chewed that to pieces as a little kid because I I don't know what it was but like when I was a little kid I chew on plastic things like I I I had these little the set of like dinosaurs and I I chewed their tails and legs and everything to pieces I don't I don't know why but um I'm pretty sure like by the time this Ultra Magnus like survived until like 99 or or whatever, like I'm pretty sure like that little clear straw tube was like gone, like I think i I think I eventually just threw that away because you know it it had been chewed so much by a little, tiny little me
1: um as far as what Derek was talking about, uh just for the the transformer nerds out there, uh which I am one of, uh it also came with a small rumble slash frenzy repaint that was all red. And it was kind of cheap and knockoffishy, but it was officially licensed. It was it, they they got permission to use the mold, and in the fandom, that character has been uh, has now come to be known as Enemy. So there you go. You, you've got a canonical kind of character with that voice
2: changer. It's, you know what's weird is like like I'm pretty sure that must have been limited to certain packages because I don't remember that. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Like, I don't remember, you know, quote unquote, enemy to save my goddamn life. And I'm I'm pretty sure the voice changer I got did not come with that. Like, I'm I'm almost, I mean, I know this is weird to say, but I'm like almost 100% positive. Like, it didn't come with that. Like, so maybe some packages did come with that and others didn't. Like, that's what I'm guessing. You know, it must have been.
1: It, it, it could have it even been like a store yeah, Yeah, or maybe, like yeah it, maybe it I mean, came
2: from a certain place and then they paired them up together. But I'm pretty sure the one that I got definitely did not have the, the extra kind of knockoff rumble or whatever with it. But that's kind of interesting because then that would explain yeah. his head being all red, right? Like, because the figure's head yeah, is, right. yeah. is kind of all red, so that, that's a separate character. Like, I, I remember I, the, the other thing I had that was, like, electronic like that that's not really a voice changer, but I used to use them in lieu, because th- for a long time you weren't able to get Reflector, and then he was, like, a mail-away figure, so I kind of always felt bad I didn't have these kind of, I don't know, cannon fodder-type Decepticons or whatever that all looked alike. But one of the items that I ended up getting were Transformer walkie-talkies, and like they, they basically like you could you could use them as walkie-talkies. And you could also press a button where it looked like they were like shooting their their pistols at you because it was like this little red light at the forefront of the the gun. And like I guess eventually, even after like made walkie-talkie part of it stopped working, like I still used them as like. I don't know Decepticon soldiers or cannon fodder. It was like the walkie-talkie brothers or whatever the fuck I called them, but like they were they were part of Megatron's like not so elite army or whatever at some point, you know. It, it, it was Feedback
1: Squelch, Derek. Their characters, no, they're
2: not. They're not. Um, <laughs> hey, they, it sounds believable to me, man. <laughs> um,
1: well, one thing I like about uh, Justice's story is it, it reminds me of like kind of mine in a in a way is, you know, he was saying how he didn't have, like, a lot of big Transformers, and, you know, that was the thing when we were kids, you know? And, you know, he got this uh, Ultra Magnus thing, and it was totally a brick, and you could just move his arms, but for Justin, that was his Ultra Magnus, and, like, that's kind of cool, you know, like, he had an Ultra Magnus. As far as he's concerned, he had an Ultra Magnus. He didn't need the the big, huge Sometimes
2: sometimes that's what happened with certain things, like, because, I I mean, it took a really long time before, say, like, Masters of the Universe, that line had an official... Orco. So I remember the, the way I was able to oh, yeah. have an Orco was there were like He-Man erasers and it was like, you know, they had He-Man with the sword and Skeletor and whoever, but it just so happened that one of those erasers was actually Orco and it was pretty tiny, you know, compared to the Masters of the Universe figures, you know, the ones from Mattel, but I didn't really care. I just cared that I had something that was an Orco. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I totally feel you if that was your, if That was your official Ultra Magnus, you know. That was giving commands to like city Autobots or whatever. Like, I'm kind of right there with you because anything that you could make work, you you were happy to have. So, yeah, when you when you were a kid, you didn't care about scale as much
1: because <clears throat> I remember uh, I had a bunch of the little decoys that used to come with, oh, like, yeah, yeah, the uh, red, the
2: red and purple ones, third or
1: yeah. And if it was a character I didn't have, especially like Reflector or or. Like a big guy, like Devastator. I, that that was my Devastator. You know? Yeah, he's tiny, but damn it, he's here. <laughs> I was.
2: I, I bet you that Ultra Magnus voice changer was in scale with those those uh, decoy figures, right? Like they were probably close to the same size, right?
1: I, I don't know how big. How big was he? Justin? Was he like like four, five, six inches tall, or?
0: Um, he was probably the size of like uh, Master. Oh of the wow! Universe, okay, totally, that's bigger probably. than
1: I thought. Wow. Okay, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's about five inches. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's cool. And it, 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 Like I said, I, I didn't have this toy at all. That's why I didn't remember it. But I, I seem to remember seeing it at one point. Like, isn't he, like, pretty, like, despite being blocky, isn't he pretty cartoon accurate? Like, does he look more like Ultra Magnus than the actual fucking toy? Because the G1 toy is kind of crappy. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I never had, you know. Reginald Walter Magnus. I mean, he he looked like him enough to suit me, I guess. Gotcha. Okay.
3: He doesn't. He doesn't have a really wide like color palette, if I remember correctly. Like he's only like red and blue, isn't he?
0: he he's red, white, and blue.
3: Ah. Okay. Yeah. He's patriotic.
0: Three colors. Yeah. Three.
1: <laughs> I I just remember I I did like despite me not having uh my parents not having like a whole bunch of money. And no, I didn't grow up impoverished. I'm not saying we were like poor, but we we just you know didn't have money to spend on foolishness, as my dad would say. But I had a friend, and I think everybody had that friend who had a lot of shit, who had a lot of toys, and he had an Ultra Magnus. And even back then, I remember like you know I like the character. I've always been a fan of Ultra Magnus. But I remember fiddling with the toy. God, that thing's a pain in the ass. It's just I don't know. The transformation is lacking. So then you might have gotten the better of the deal, Justin. <laughs> You didn't have to plug in the prime cab into the back of the two little two little tiny uh, pegs for his fists and hope they don't break because if they break, there goes your ultra Magnus. <laughs> yeah, I usually ended up
2: losing those goddamn fists anyway. So,
1: oh yeah, the prime fists. Yeah, uh, like I didn't have prime either, but like I I knew I knew many of my friends who just had basically
2: uh, headlight punching prime. <laughs> So, Mike, did you have any voice changer-type experience as far as this goes?
3: No, I don't think so. Like, I've seen all, like, the hel Like, I've been tempted to get, like, those helmets or whatever. But, and, like, I- I've seen, I-, I know I've seen, like, I think I've seen that Ultra Magnus one. Like, one of my friends might have had him. But I think, like, Justin's, like, I think it was just broken, so. Oh, I, I- well, if we are talking about voice changers, I do remember... Uh, I
1: never had it. neither None of my friends had it, but they actually had a, a display at uh, either Kmart or there used to be a store called Sky City where I live, and they actually had the uh, Snake Mountain playset on display, and it had that snake oh, yeah, microphone, yeah, yeah.
2: and yeah, it had that, that reverb. Yeah it, was, like, it was kinda, yeah, it was kind of like, be like, like karaoke at Skeletor's Castle, pretty much, where you're like, like, I'm Skeletor, and I'm ready to lay down some fat beats, He-Man. You know, like and just like <laughs> sing into the little Snake Mountain tube or whatever. Like, I I do remember that. Like, that was that was fun. Yeah, yeah. It it was actually
1: a really loud microphone. Yeah, too, yeah it was, was it was like pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask you, Justin, because being kids, you know, we were expected to do this. Um, did you ever get like did you ever annoy your parents with it? Where they were just like, you know, like
0: God shut that damn thing off. <laughs> um <laughs> probably. Nothing really comes from. Dennis Leary
2: is like <sighs> Yeah Use the force. It's like God damn it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like I was always getting yelled at for something, so I'm sure <laughs> I got yelled at for pretending to be a robot at some point when I was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> stop being yeah. a robot <laughs>
1: well, uh, I like that stop being a robot
2: I don't want to I don't want to uh, stop being a robot
1: I'm ultra magnus and all it comes out of the speaker is <laughs> <laughs> you
2: need to enunciate give us the bomb yeah
0: <laughs> I I know one time my dad kind of, like, got on me for pretending to be a Ninja Turtle. And, like, this I, – I used to play around with, like, a cassette recorder a lot as a kid. And I would, like, record myself and, you know, all kinds of different things. Uh, stuff off they the make heat.
1: your own little shows. Yeah, I used yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I think one time I was playing with my Ninja Turtles and I, like, lift the thing on. And then you can hear, like, you know, stuff in the background. And then, like – I think my mom said something about, like, she – like, got a pizza or she put one in the oven or something. And I was like, I was like, Calabunk, I'm going to eat me pizza pie. And like, you can hear my dad in the background say, Justin, are you a turtle? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, stop acting like one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I used to have the talk boy from like home alone too. So that oh, used God. to have like the, the yeah. speed up and slow down function. So yeah, there's like, I, think I, I don't know if the tape works <laughs> anymore. Yeah. But there's like weird rants from me, like, Oh, how are you doing? I'm Michael. <laughs> oh this is so cool.
1: I, I, I think like back then I didn't realize I was destined to like be a part of a podcast because I like just said, uh, I would use an old tape recorder. Uh, there's these things called sets back in the days kid and it was just like this little tape deck and instead of like, like when I said made shows I would literally try to do like Johnny Carson type shows I did too oh okay okay so I'm not weird okay cool
0: yeah yeah. I like I I i did this with um a lot of shows the one that stands out is um, Ace Ventura so like I knew that movie for whatever weird reason I knew that movie backwards and forwards so I would like I would think of questions to fit his dialogue and I would pretend that like I was like Conan O'Brien or somebody and like I would ask him a question, uh, you know, I'd be like, so you're making a new movie. Like, how's it going? And he'd be like, you know, he'd say whatever he was saying in the movie and I would like play it back and I'm like, I'm like, this is cool. Like, I'm really clever. And I'd show it to my friends and they're just like, how did you do that? And I'm just like, it's, you know, it's really easy. You just got to think of the question to like suit whatever's in the. Whatever dialogue is in the movie, but I used to do oh, that so, too.
1: so you'd be like, you know, like, well, I think we're run out of time, but thanks for coming. You'd be like, all righty then.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: That's that's that is kind of cool, yeah. But yeah, see again, you know, it's all about imagination. When when you're when you're a kid, you know, it's like you, you gotta do that kind of stuff.
0: I feel like Tony's the conductor from Tokyo. He's like imagination. <laughs> so speaking
2: of (laughs) speaking of cassettes i think i'll I'll move along to what i decided to bring tonight and i think mike is is partially secret brothers with me but the thing that i was kind of jonesing to talk about and i had all these nostalgic feels when i i was like thinking about this so i actually managed to find a copy of this pretty cheap on ebay so i'm like actually like Flipping through it right now, or whatever. But um, what I decided to bring was there's a Transformers the movie sticker book that was published by this company called Diamond. And basically, what it is is you've got the poster of the movie on the front. You've got like an alternate poster of the movie on the back with like Prime and Hot Rod and you know all the the movie guys uh, you know kind of swooping around Unicron and stuff like that. And then. The idea was it came this, quote-unquote, magic decoder, which basically, like, the, the idea was you couldn't really make out each, I guess, frame of the movie. But the idea was, like, they, they used to have things like this for, like, movies like Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars and, and, and things like that, where you, the the idea was it was like buying a card set but it was for a book and you would put in these stickers that had frames from the film and then the the goal was you you would keep trying to buy these sticker packets and it was it was basically like blind box toys and it, it drove you Pretty much insane, like because you you would get to the point where you kept buying the same goddamn sticker pack over and over again. You're like, why are these the same seven fucking stickers? I hate you, you know, like that kind of thing. Because like all you really wanted at some point was like you know one or two specific stickers to like complete your book and everything. And you yeah, just need like clones, and you keep right, getting right. the dinobots. <laughs> in this case, like the way it worked was you could actually if you had this magic decoder, which was basically, like, just a, a frame of, you know, it was, like, red, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, like, you know, kind of like on a 3D glasses where you'd have, like, a little red square. And basically, like, that would help you translate. Just yeah, trans- yeah. Plastic. And so you yeah. you would either, like like, I'm looking at this first page where it's, like, Autobot secret message from Blaster. And it's, like, I mean, I suppose if I really looked at it, I can tell you what Blaster is saying, basically. And it's, like, something like the adventure, something about, like, the adventure is just beginning or something like that. But it's, like, you you have to, like, obviously it would be a lot easier to see if I had the little red decoder thing. And so you you would hover it over either the secret messages or where these stickers would eventually go. And you you could actually see the frames from the movie underneath all this kind of, red, uh, fuzz or snow or whatever you want to call it. But what's interesting is, and I kind of forgot this is as I was like flipping through it on every once in a while, like on page two in, on the eighth frame, even if you use the magic decoder, it basically is like, sorry, asshole. Like you, ha- no sneak peek at this picture, you know. So it's like you, you, you have yeah, to go out lie. and buy sticker packs to like know what this one says. So, and then I think the other reason why, um, why Mike was jonesing to talk about this is this is where I guess it officially declares the the subgroup of the the set tapes in Transformers lore because on on this one this panel. Uh, it's like frame fifteen. It's like, but what's this? Intercepting the Autobot communication. Laserbeak, a recordicon steals away and flies straight to the arm of Megatron, imperial leader of the evil Decepticons. So, if you didn't know what subgroup the tapes were a part of, you know the Decepticon tapes, presumably. Then, then you would now know that they're recordicons. So, the, you you had this too, Mike, right? And and were you equally frustrated at, at uh, you know whittling down the sticker packs when you had like you know one or two stickers left to get? I don't.
3: Yeah, like I know. Like how many? Didn't it come with a few? Well, you, you know like, what's interesting then, is this. Like, it, did,
2: like I I actually found some some photos besides the one I bought, so I'm gonna post that in the chat. But it's like some of them, like some yeah. of them, at. Like, when they're, like, a deluxe pack, then sometimes it was just the book in front of the I sticker pack. Yeah, like, I remember only getting done. the book, but if you look at my avatar, it looks like some of these actually had, like, you know, they were poly bagged and came with a bunch of the sticker sets to start you off with. So it came with, like, you know, ten or so of these sticker sets and stuff. But I, I seem to remember buying this, or, you know, it probably wasn't with my own money, but I, I feel like... You know, my mom took me to Safeway at some point, and probably bought me this book. And then, you know, who knows where all the sticker sets would come from? But I think at this point, like, like I think now I'm so jaded and and sort of desensitized to the whole thing. I think I would have been like, "Where's the goddamn box? I'll buy it for a hundred bucks. Just give me all the fucking stickers, please." You know, but like at the time, you were a kid, so you didn't know about this whole you know buy the box of sports cards or buy the box of the the thrill of the hunt was a little bit more exciting
1: back then because you get like you know 75 cents or a dollar for doing a tour and you're like right
0: i I, I mean i don't even
2: think as a kid a little kid i knew that was an option i didn't i didn't think i knew you could buy a box of trading cards to get the ones you wanted and and it's it you know and and it's kind of like you talk about feeling old like this book, I mean, it says they're writing big splash on the right-hand corner. Like, this book itself cost $0.39, cents, $0.49 cents for Renaud and all the people in Canada. But it was $0.39 cents for us. Air Hammer had to pay $0.49. Cents. And like I said, I think the sticker packs, Yeah, pack was they were like, like $0.20 cents or $0.25 yeah. or something like that. So, like, you know, and, and it was like one of those things. But then, of course, you know, after you bought like a dollar's worth of sticker packs and you didn't find the one you were missing, like, you start getting, like, you know, butthurt or whatever, but I mean, you know, early on it was kind of like basically any sticker pack you bought was a solid because you'd, you'd start filling up stuff. It's like funny because I'm sitting there it's funny, the one I bought, like there's a couple stickers here and there throughout this book, but it has me like debating like, do do I want to like go on eBay and see if I could find some sticker packs and fill out this book or not. You know, like, I don't know if I do or not, but I I really did have a lot of fun with this. Like, I, I remember, like, you know, I mean, we all love Transformers the movie and stuff, and and I, you know, obviously I'm no exception, but this was one of those things where I think thinking about it, like, it, it's it's got that kind of... Strong sense of nostalgia that that I associate with sort of my fandom for the movie, and I think also too, like I guess this is something where you, it's also something that's quote unquote old that doesn't have much anymore because the turnaround time for movies is so fast. It's like you know the movie is in the theater, and then probably three months later, it's on Blu-ray. Like with with when you know when we were kids you know, this this did not come on home video for, like, another, I don't know, year or two later or whatever, you know, like, it took a long time, and I never saw this in the theater, so, like, my ins into how this story went down were the Marvel Comics, you know, adaption, the three-issue limited series, and then this sticker book. I mean, so, for me, like, I, I might have, yeah, I might have had this sticker book before I even saw the movie. So, like, to me, this, you know, this book kind of, like you're saying, Tony, this book kind of was the movie for me. I don't know. I don't know if it was just a thing. Like, because I, I think
1: when the movie came out, everybody was just balls deep into Transformers. They were just like, got to have whatever I could buy. And like you said, this was kind of, you know, cheap. And, you know, you could it was easily accessible. They were everywhere for a long time. But, yeah, the, uh, the, the red thing I was wanting to talk about, uh, it was actually supposed to be kind of a tie-in to the toys. Cause the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the, old the toys I can't the, remember what the year they specs. stopped doing it. Yeah. They had a tech spec decoder. Yeah. And it was supposed to be kind of like that. And the whole idea was, it was like, it would filter out the red and you would see the darker images of what they printed and you could like make it out and stuff. But, uh, I do agree with the sticker book when I was a kid it makes no sense. Again, you're a kid. But, man, seeing that, like, you know, sorry, you have to buy the sticker for this one, man, that just pissed you off so much. You're just like, you know, because it would be like three or four panels and you'd be like, oh, I'm getting the story. This is cool. And it was like the first time after you go through the whole book, you're used to it. But the first time you hit that, you're like, you know, as an adult, you'd be like, son of a bitch. You know, they got me. You know.
2: <laughs> but as a kid, you're just like, "Ooh, I got to yeah, go buy This is thing. like akin to, you know, pumping quarters into the video game machines or, or whatever it was. It was this way. That it, it it ensured repeat purchases of this. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, we'll sell you a cheap printer, but the ink's going to be really expensive. You know, like that's basically the that that's the <laughs> right. catch, right? Like, and it's the same thing. It's like, oh, you have this cool little you know Transformers the movie book, but then at, at this point, like, what? It's like you know, there's there's I, I talked about frame fifteen. There's a total of two hundred twenty five quote unquote frames, which means you had to assemble 225 stickers. I think there were seven stickers in each of those packs. So you're like sitting there and it's like, okay, so let's figure this out, right? It's like you're sitting there go, okay, if there's 225 stickers total and there's seven of them in every pack, that means bar none you need to buy at least, what, like pretty 33 of these packs and and you're not necessarily going to get all the right stickers. It's not like you can just stop at 33. Right. And then what you're and So what? And then it's 29 cents. So then it's like, okay, at least $10 worth of stickers, bare minimum, but odds are you're probably going to at least double or triple that because you're going to get the same, seven stickers repeatedly in a lot of these packs right so it's like oh i spent 39 cents on this book but in reality you're going to spend upwards of like 20 to 30 dollars just to to and and this is like 20 30 dollars in like 1986 money like not you know this is like this is like Two birthdays from Grandma, you know what I mean? Like this is like expensive, like when you when you really look at it, like back in the day. But anyway, they they had you and they they had you on the hook and they they reeled you in, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it was I mean, it was fun. Um, well, Mike, I, I kind of jumped in, but uh, like you know, Derek has said that you you kind of secret brothered him on this. What was your experiences with the uh it was it was made by diamond but wasn't like wasn't the stick the stickers made by panini because they were like a big sticker company
2: yes yeah i mean i I was trying to look this up by like panini i was trying to look it up by diamond it's like i don't like I, i'm pretty sure like because me and mike were trying to figure it out but i think this does not have a listing on the tf wiki so it's like one of those things kind of like you know i'm trying to think like you know read long books or like you know the, the power records where it's like, you know, uh, unless you're like a devotee and you, you try to glean any bit of information you can about it, but it's like, I, you know, there's not a whole hell of a lot on the interwebs about this. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I think the names that I associated with it were Panini and diamond. So
3: I, know, I, I had already seen the movie by the time I got this book. So like, it wasn't like, you know, it, it was more of a, like, relive the movie because i couldn't rent it that week or that weekend thing yeah so and then like yeah, the the Recordicon thing was something like I would insist for years to like all my friends and like even on like bot talk, I'd be like, look, the, the Soundwaves cassettes do have a faction, like a mini a subgroup name, like they're recordicons and like either no one would believe me or they were like that sounds dumb and then I'd be like, But it's in it's in a sticker book. True. It's official. Like, so like I was pushing Recordicons for <laughs> years, man. It's canon, man. <laughs> you don't know. It's way it's way better than cassette cons, which is like the fan. What, name what do, you, what for
2: do you, them. you call like Steel John Ram like, Because they can't, they can't, they can't be recordacons because they they're not cons.
3: Recorda bots. bots. I don't know. There'd be some clever name for them. I don't know. In the headmaster like,
0: they just call them uh, uh, cassette robo. Yeah, cassette robo. Cassette-robo. I, I kind of like that better, to be honest. Cassette robo.
3: Only if I could call uh, Blaster Billy, he's like cassette hot rods to Steel Joe. He's like cassette robot. I leave this to you. And Steel Joe's like, you don't even know my name. I'm do like, you. I'm like <laughs> Billy is
2: currently <laughs> sending me a secret message as we record this podcast. <laughs> I just need my red decoder magic thing to, to see what he's telling me.
1: Did, did you have any uh, interaction with this Justin, or is it just us three? Like,
0: I. I did not have this. I did have some sticker books when I was a kid. Like I had a Ninja Turtle one and kind of like Derek, I had that same frustration of like needing certain stickers and I would never get them. And then I also had a Pee Wee Herman sticker book. And this, this is like another uh, dad story, I guess, because like this one, I do remember getting the Pee Wee Herman sticker book. At Magic Mart because like I went and saw, I think I saw Ninja Turtles the movie with like a friend of mine because we went together, and then after the movie we went to Magic Mart, and his mom got him one and then she got me one too and then like when I got home mom was like why did you ask for this like that's rude you shouldn't have done that I was like I I didn't ask for it like they got it for me, but um the thing about Herman is like my dad. Didn't like Pee Wee Herman. Like he thought he was um,
1: the guy who might masturbate in the theater. Maybe yeah.
0: he, he thought he was. I guess like I don't know. Let's just say, <laughs> um, he like the the only like shows I remember I was encouraged not to watch was like Pee Wee Herman and Jim. Like Pee Wee Herman because my dad thought it was fruity, and Jim because he thought that was like that, a girls, girls' cartoon. That's for
1: girls. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like I think, you know, mom was kind of like upset, like, oh you you totally asked for them to buy you this. And I was like, no, I didn't. And then dad was like, uh, I don't want that stroke of some fruity guy.
1: <laughs> Not in my house. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Yeah, well, I mean like people forget like, you know, like Pee Wee Herbert was a big thing back then. He was he people was huge. Forget, like Jim Hollander. <laughs> right. I was always more of a misfits guy. I don't know. I, even back then, I like weird hair and, and and
2: face paint. I don't know. No I, wonder I like wrestling. It's like oh, um, this real guy on my TV set.
1: <laughs> what was the other one? Eric. Eric,
2: Raymond. Eric. What's his name? Yeah, Eric Raymond. He seems like a
1: cool guy.
2: <laughs> He's <was> pretty tough.
0: <laughs>
2: I think. I think I have like because I I bought this the Transformers, the movie sticker book and a lot with some other stuff. And I think one of the things that came with is the turtles sticker book you were talking about, Justin.
0: Is it just season one or is it like season one? Or I don't know.
2: It, it seemed like I I only flipped through it once. I don't have it in front of me, but like, I, I I kind of think it's like the, the, those first five episodes that were really well animated.
0: That's what I think too, because I was like thinking about this when you guys mentioned the sticker books and I was like, I think mine was yeah, just season that,
2: one. That would have just been that first, you know, essentially the pilot, you know, the five episode. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, know, you know, what's kind of
2: interesting
1: about this. I, I mentioned the decoys earlier uh but especially with the sticker book you know uh a lot of transformers fans like to make the joke that the uh the mini cons were like you know oh they're just doing pokemon gotta catch them all and i'm like dude transformers has been doing gotta catch them all for years you know sticker books decoys micromasters i mean like the whole gotta get them all is not like a, a new thing for collecting that's that's kind of a trope you know <laughs> oh also to go back to what i was talking about with the my thing uh, if I remember correctly, I Derek actually has a copy in front of him or near him at least. The the stickers were really nice; they were really glossy, and then and the
2: the clarity and stuff yeah, was yeah. really good. If I remember, like you know, they were they were pretty pretty high end oh, yeah, yeah. stickers. They, yeah, so. it's everything you said. They're glossy. They're high end. I mean, they're kind of tiny, but yeah. I mean, they all look good. I mean, there's. I mean, obviously, if the animation of film didn't look that good, these wouldn't look that good. But I mean, right. you know, the animation in the film was very good and the, the, the you know, stickers are high-end, kind of, you know, glossy-looking, and then... I mean, the, the only thing that, that were kind of annoying was sometimes you'd have these ones that were... You, you talk about, like, how I have... Uh, get the hives when I have to put on the, the little decals for, like, the seekers, you know, their eyes and everything. Like, some of these...
1: Oh, well, yeah, right one, the
2: there, there's, like... <laughs> I, I guess I, I wouldn't be too upset to line it up with the box, but the problem is some of these sets, it was a frame from the film, but it was made up of two stickers or four stickers. So you had to align oh, yeah. them. And, you know, I'm, I've am i been looking at some of these double stickers now that somebody already pre-aligned in this book I got. And I can see, like, oh, Megatron's, like, falling, you know, off Autobot City after Prime does the Kirby smash on him. And it's like... Yeah, I can see. Like this is clearly like not lined up at all. You know what I mean? So it's like I, you know, I, you know, obviously you have to have like the dexterity of you know somebody on cocaine or whatever to line up these boxes correctly or whatever. So yeah,
1: I actually I actually forgotten there were like panels like that where you had to like like the old garbage bill kids like
2: you know backs where they would have like the portrait and it's like got to
1: line it up just right. It's funny they're, they're, they're
2: <laughs> like they're totally trying to sucker you into getting more stuff too cuz at the, the last it's like complete your sticker collection. If you've already traded your doubles with friends and are still missing a few stickers, you can complete your album by ordering them directly from Diamond Publishing and then they give you the address and how to order and like include check or money order. Remember those kids and then stickers are 10 cents each and then and then there's like a bonus offer where it's like if you enclose 10 empty sticker packets, you'll get 20 stickers for a dollar. So that's supposed to be this awesome deal. And then you can get, like, a Transformers backpack that looks like it has Snarl on it. I guess they felt bad for not putting him in the goddamn movie, so now he's on the fucking official backpack. <laughs> like It's like, here, let, Made of heavy-duty Oxford nylon, this roomy backpack is a big 12 and a half by 16 by 4 inches. It features adjustable shoulder straps, carrying handles, An additional zippered pocket. It's decorated with the Transformers logo and a dynamic portrait of Dinobot, and they spell it with a Y, Dinobot Snarl, that's printed in eight bright colors. The ideal backpack for play, school, or travel. Only $8.95 or $7.95 if you include 24 sticker backs for each backpack desired. I guess we know where Dream.
1: I guess, yeah. Dino maybe maybe they now. were they were
2: <laughs> looking at this.
1: Twelve inches tall though, that like wow. That's for a kid, okay, that's not bad, but
2: like, man, that that's yeah. tiny. <laughs> well, I mean they they are clearly overselling it when they uh, call it big. You could
1: make yeah, like look like, in it here. You only got
2: it, it roomy. And you got like four inches of room. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> I can't even put my Fortress Maximus in here. Come on. <laughs>
1: that's the cross sale, man. The cross sale. I, I will say this, uh, before, before we do move on, uh, one of my favorite pieces of art and this book obviously has it. I've only been a fan of the transformers movie poster. Just that art is just so cool. And that, like, if you want to, if you want to sell like a, a, a cheap little sticker book to me, put that on the cover and I'm sold. So that, that's why I bought it. I was like, Ooh, it's the movie poster, you know? So, yeah.
2: So I guess, I guess we'll move on and ask Mike, because I, I think, if I'm understanding correctly, you have some other items beyond just the Transformers sticker book that you wanted to discuss in our little Transformers Obscura discussion. And I, I'm I'm guessing that most of them take place after the sticker book in 1986. So that was all part of my master plan to coordinate. So why don't you tell us what they are, and then I guess we can discuss a little bit? Actually, one of them might
3: predate everything Boom.
1: Like,
3: yeah one of the things i w- wanted to mention might uh yeah blow your plans sky high but the other one is definitely after all this but uh i wanted to mention uh there was a like trading card set that was released uh hang on i gotta like look it up but i think they were called action cards let me see uh 1985 yeah they were released by by milton bradley And uh, it was, like, a 192-card set. And, like, it basically had everyone from the first, like, two years of Transformers. And it would be their box art on a, like, colored background. And then, like, the back would have their tech specs in in an even more abbreviated, like, version of their, like, bio. Like, even more than, like, the backs of the, like, toys and stuff. Like, it was just, like, you know... Optimus Prime is leader, he has gun like good guy like, that that was it but but yeah, and like you know, and it would have all their tech spec numbers, and then uh aside from that, it had a bunch of stills from the cartoon, and uh it would just describe what was happening on those stills, and um actually, that's why like I think I mentioned this before, but there's still from more than meets the eye number one of like Cliff Jumper, Ratchet, and hauler. And, like, on the back of that card, they call Haller Grapple, so I was always, like, confused. I was like, is that supposed to be Grapple? And then in the show, like, Cliff Jumper calls him Haller. And, like, you know, it, until, like, the advent of the internet, I never knew what the deal with that was. But, you know, I just assumed, like, maybe that was supposed to be Grapple, and, you know, Haller was a mistake or something. But, and I mean, that kind of is what it was. It was just something that was left in the episode that shouldn't have made it in, but... I don't know like I I I I didn't have a, too many of them I think I only had like between like 20 and 30 of them but they they served as a nice substitute for figures I didn't have, kind of like the like you know the, what do you call the transfers? Like Tony said, like you know if I kind of wanted like a bombshell, but I didn't have a bombshell, but I had his trading card, so I was like you know that that's I kind of like how they have him. the like box art, but then
2: there's like their tech spec main quote next to it, like you know it's like Megatron, and then it's got like Peace Through Tyranny like right next to him, like that's kind of a cool. Display or kind of set up for for those cards and everything. That's kind of neat. They kind of remind me more of
1: like
3: playing cards than like you know uh, something like Magic: The Gathering. You know, right. yeah. But like they were cool, and like I remember uh, me and my friend used to have like you know we he used to have a lot more of them than me. So we used to lay them out on a big table and like look at all of them and stuff. But yeah, like I just wanted to bring that up, and then my main piece for this evening is something bought on Clarence when KB was going out of business. Uh, It's way, way after, like, all, like, you know, it's 2004 or five, I think. But uh, I picked the Energon Power Sword from Transformers Energon. It's a replica of, like, Megatron's, like, Energon sword, basically. Uh, that he used uh, early on in that show. And then, like, he, it kind of got abandoned. I think he, like, traded it or upgraded it into like, tank sword or whatever, where he had that little, like, tank drone that went on his arm, and that had a sword coming out of it. But, like, for the first, like, I think ten episodes, it's like... I like, the sword was a main, like, vice for the first, like, ten episodes, where they, like, pulled the... I think, like, Scorponok pulls the sword out of Megatron spark or something it's something like the uh, uh autobots like managed to duplicate it and then it's like not special anymore so then like megatron's like well fuck this i got to have a special sword and like he upgrades it but yeah this this was a uh a replica like a role play kind of toy for that and i mean i got it when i was like 19 years old so it wasn't like i was running around like swinging it <laughs> playing with it or whatever it, but
0: <laughs> it's okay if you were if you're, you're a monster. I, I, I know
3: yeah I know. Look, you're, you're
0: um, safe. You're safe, Mike. Yeah. Wasn't there like an uh, role play, like blaster, dart gun, or something? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what uh, I'm yep. looking
2: at now. It looks like Optimus Prime had like a little Nerf blaster thing yeah, or whatever. He, he used all...
3: that on the show at some point too. Yeah, but was there a star? Was there a star saber too?
1: Maybe. I, I want to say there was a star saber. I could be wrong. I want to say there was. I think it was like kind of, kind of short and stubby and really yellow. Like
3: really yellow, just like the toys. Yeah, I, I don't know. This what I this is what I have. I'll post the link in my in the uh, thing. But this like, and I only bought it because like KB was going out of business, and it was like three bucks. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, uh, and like all it does is kind of like it, it doesn't extend on its own. It kind of has to, like, pull, you have to pull it out manually and then press the big Decepticon symbol on its hilt and the little, like, green, like, hilt guards will flip out. Hey, Tony, but, I,
2: I yeah. do I do see that it's an Armada Star Saber roleplay sword, but yeah, there, there is one of those too.
3: In fact, like the wiki only has a picture of like the prototype of it, which is a lot more elaborate and longer than the actual sword that I have. Like the prototype like looks like super cool. Like my the sword I actually got, like is probably like super stubby. It's half the size of the one that the picture they have well, on the Well there's wiki, there's a basically. picture above your link that shows how small it is. And I mean that's like No, no, it's bigger than that. Like, it extends, like, maybe twice the size of that picture. But, like, uh, it doesn't extend to that full length the wiki shows it to. And, like, I I never bothered to put the batteries in it and see what sounds it made. But I kind of just took it out of the box and swung it around. And I was like, I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like I was an adult with with, uh, with plastic lightsabers
2: that made noises
3: yeah i don't know i gotta find it again because i know i've got it in storage somewhere but i i would like hang it on my wall or something now so my shame is gone yeah. i like how in like the uh the
1: megatron and optimus prime pictures are both of those role play things they're both kind of looking at it
3: like i've never
1: used this <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, no, like I said, they both both of those things were used in the show. They were just terror. Like, I think Optimus used that blast in one episode and then they forgot about it. And then like the, the Megatron sword was basically a plot device in the first 10 episodes of Energon. And then he upgraded it to his like backwards tank sword. And then it was never seen again. And, uh, like, since Energon was such a shitty dub, it was like they, they kept mistranslating all of the, the that stuff. And I think they called that sword, like, the Star Saber in its first appearance, even though it clearly wasn't the Star Saber. The sleeping one holds more secrets than you know, Silverock. Inside him is a weapon of unequaled power. We want to give it to you as a
1: gift for your loyal service. <laughs> yes! yes. It is a very special gift indeed. This is no ordinary blade. This is a Star Saber! <laughs>
3: Megatron's sword! There isn't a fortress strong enough to withstand its destructive power. Wield this against the Autobots and they will fall at your feet. It's very impressive. I will put it to good use.
2: Hey Mike, I found that card you were talking about, if you guys want to see it, of the... the card that refers to hauler as grapple. It's like series one card. C9, dude! Yeah, that's it. So you would you would pull your Energon sword out of
3: storage and enshrine and, and it somewhere? Yeah, I would hang it on my wall. I should put the batteries in it and see what kind of... I don't even know I'm what kind of sounds. I'm trying to think if I it. have
2: any... No, the only thing I can think of
3: like that I can equate like role-playing Transformers stuff experience with
2: was there was something where it was like there there was like a role play set where it was like you put on a mask and a little chest piece. And like, it came with like a little blaster or something. And like, I think at the time I was probably way too old to mess with it. And I think it belonged to like some little kid across the street or whatever. And it was like, you know, and then I'm, I'm trying to remember what happened, but I think it was like, I tried to like, trade him some of my transformers for it. And then the mom came back and was like, Oh, he he can't do this. So you have to return it. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I gave, I gave it back and she gave me back my transformers. But I, I don't know. I, I guess I was just fascinated by the fact that there was like a roll by type thing.
3: Here I finally found a image of the actual sword and not the like box art of it or the like prototype of it. Like that's, that's pretty much as far as it like extended. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like those Star Wars like <clears throat> kid swords where you like you know you're supposed to
1: whip them out and they're like supposed to you
3: know go. Yeah,
1: it, it did really not wrong. like
3: yeah. like you had to pull it out manually. Like it was if you wanted to use it as a weapon, it was very inefficient. You'd have to like touch the blade like ow oh, ow oh, ow. Oh, wait wait, let me just pull like my blade out. Like hang on. <laughs> Damn it! Open.
1: Trying to this sword with lighter. Derek and you know what, though? I am sure there is some kid somewhere in, in America who thought that was the greatest thing in the world. He'd play with it every day. Yeah. So, there, there's that.
3: You know. It was such a chick magnet when I was in college. I would, <laughs> I would like, want to see my extendable energon sword? Yeah.
1: You just walk around campus just kind of like, you know, putting it over your shoulder. <laughs> hey, I'm Cloud Strife. What's up? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, you're not. You're
2: Mike. <laughs> Shut up. Ah, uh, here it is. I was looking for this goofy-ass thing. This is what I wanted to show you guys. This is what the little kid across the street had. It was this thing, Decepto Pack dress-up set. Like, and so I was just fascinated by the fact it had a light-up laser weapon, an adjustable helmet, wrist cuffs, shield, and breastplate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Having no friends is the right of every sense <laughs> <six of> being. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm friendless. I have a light up laser, so fuck you.
3: <laughs> it kind of looks like Starscream's head. Yeah, kind of so does. Like, kind of does. Did they have a Decepto pack that was like Megatron's like look, so he could like beat up the Starscream kid know.
2: or whatever? Sounds like a plan.
1: I was thinking if you like painted gold, you could like maybe do a passable Emirate Xeron. <laughs>
2: Yeah, then I just then I just run away screaming dope. from everybody across my path.
1: It's got wrist cuffs too, by the yeah, way, Yeah, dude. Wrist
2: cuffs, bro. It was awesome. <laughs> and
1: I like how it's a Decepto pack, but it looks it has very auto. Yeah, it does, colors. doesn't it? Yeah.
2: I, I, uh, to be honest, I don't remember it being a Decepticon pack. I just remember it being, you know, a Transformer. But whatever. Who am I to argue with uh, proof on the interwebs? I mean, it's it's photo evidence that it was a Decepticon set. So. Oh, it has a belt, too. I didn't even see the belt at first. It was hardcore. You had to be, like, five years old to fit in it, but it was hardcore.
1: (laughs) Uh, None of the boys will beat me up now. Ow, ow,
2: ow! Does anybody else have any role play type stuff regarding Transformers or anything else like that? I mentioned the the helmets earlier. That was a thing.
1: Uh, No, I think you guys kind of nailed the role play stuff. (laughs) Because I don't
2: even remember the the septo pack. Yeah, that's... That's uh. I guess I got one up on you, Tony. See, look, I I remembered something Tony didn't remember, guys. I'm 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 old too. I just remembered. Oh. oh, oh! <laughs> give me, give me, give me that end gun sword. I I gotta do something with it, Mike.
1: <laughs> uh, I got a plan for this.
2: Um, your nerf gun's not gonna save you now, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> quickly, down the Decepto pack
2: <laughs> you better put up that shield motherfucker, I'm swinging that Energon sword
3: it's like, it's like Derek, Derek <laughs> runs into frame with the Energon sword and Tony's just leaning against a wall dressed in <laughs> like, the Decepto pack he's
0: like, he went that away
3: oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> he's like he he puts the like Ultra Magnus voice <laughs> to his mouth he's like
0: oh, <laughs>
3: Uh, uh. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: like, okay, to the sticker packs.
1: Hello. <laughs> Be like, now I got time to play with my transfers.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Alright, well this is probably a a good point to to wrap this all up, but if you guys have any comments, questions, and or concerns, if you want to know what the hell we're smoking, you can email us at fanholspodcast at gmail.com, and the backlog of all our episodes is on fanholspodcast.blogspot.com. In addition to Transformers Tuesdays, we've got all kinds of shows, like Mobile Suit Mondays, Sentai Saturdays, Toku Thursdays, we've got Comics Motherfucker, Do You Read Them?, where we talk about comics. We've got Big in Japan, where we talk about anime. We've got Justice, not entirely dissimilar to Lightning. It's a Thunderbolts Index show. And of course, we've got the Fan Holes Podcast proper. So if you've liked listening to Transformers Tuesdays, please consider checking out any of the other shows. All of them are available on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. We can be streamed there. We've got all kinds of social media. We're on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. So if you want to reach us, we appreciate all the likes, shares, retweets, hearts, etc. And until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC, disguising himself in his Decepto pack, signing
3: off. Like swinging his Energon saber around.
0: You must use the red decoder shield to reveal who I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh, this is Tony and... Stickers.
2: I'm gonna transfer you, Jackson.
3: (laughs) I'm no longer fit for this department. (laughs) He's like Tony's just a transfer. He's like only you can help me run away (laughs) from death. Like (laughs) you have (laughs) to
0: Derek's going to split Tony into two stickers and then misalign line <laughs>
1: yeah. There's my arm coming out of my ass, uh, damn it. <laughs> I'm like,
2: there's not enough cocaine in the world to align the to, to split Tony properly. Dude, That he's all my dexterity. All my cocaine. All the cocaine. All the cocaine. <laughs> so, so, Mike, you saw Venom, right?
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was okay.
3: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Fun. I mean... Yeah, like, I think I had fun watching it. Yeah, I, I, I chortled and laughed quite a few times. Yeah, yeah I laughed at yeah, it. that was funny. But... See. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. And uh, I guess, I don't know if, like, I, I feel like all the stuff in the tray, like, they fixed for the final release. Like, she said symbiote, or instead of symbiote, or whatever. I mean, I still say symbiote. But, like, I mean, I've heard people say symbi- symbiote, but I, I've never heard anyone sim- say symbiote. Yeah, there's not a big fan of oats. He, he doesn't like the yeah. oats. Except for
2: Quaker oats, because it's the right way to do it, Tom.
3: Hardy, Hardy's <laughs> fake New York accent wasn't as bad as it was, I well, guess. In what are the you talking about, Mike? Either,
2: my, so. I got a parasite. and My accent's perfect. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> I'm Eddie Brock. I'm always trying to find government bad you know
2: you know i'm a reporter i'm a reporter i you know i report on things report on things you know you know that that guy you know he's he's a bad egg he's bad he's bad i think he's bad i'm a reporter i'm a reporter i like i like michelle williams from dawson's creek and i'm a reporter my name's eddie brock what do you you want from me i'm surrounded by mark Wahlberg right now hey tony how's your
3: mother How's your mother? <laughs> Did you just make fun of Tom Brady? <laughs> like,
2: oh God, man!
3: Yeah. Say
2: hi to your mother for me.
3: <laughs> oath.
1: is a good way to eat brains. or the right way to do it. It's the right way to do it.
3: <laughs> like, do you do you wish to make turds in the <laughs> week? <laughs>
1: Uh, Eminem, Eminem made a video
2: for like
1: made a yeah, song. It was at the, the end of the end of the movie, movie.
3: The, blade, yeah. the end credits, yeah. 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 Oh I was gonna yeah. ask Justin, have you listened
2: to the Venom show yet? so yes. so so were were your ears bleeding when I when I put that stupid rap song at the end of it?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I tried to skip most of it to the stinger. Oh, did you turn it in there? And then I overshot, and I had to go back a little bit. I
2: I feel like I always overshoot when I try to do stuff like that.
1: I feel it's only fair since me and Justin bugged Derek last night about it, but uh, Mike, did you want to ask anything about uh, Derek's
2: trip to to Maryland? Nah, I think I'm good. Mike's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I I don't care that Derek has a parasite, you know? I don't don't, don't fucking care, you know? (laughs) I got my own parasite, you know? I don't really care about his life, you know. <laughs> like his little
1: travel, whatever he does, when he gets on the little jet. Flies I, it, I always, I always,
3: really I, I always seem to question, find myself questioning <laughs> Derek Maryland trip. And
2: hey, Derek, you know, he's he's kind of he's kind of a bad guy, you know. I don't know, man. I just, I, you know, I hear he does like human testing with shit signed and comic conventions. You know, he's just, homeless people go in, but, but you know they will come out. You know? I don't know, where where do they go? I don't know.
3: I thought it was funny they they kept that important facet of Eddie Brock's character. That That's what I'm saying. Like all homeless. these people are. Like, Why
2: does he have to be in San Francisco? I'm like, that was where he fucking lived in the goddamn comic books. This is fucking dude, if this came out like 20 years ago, it would have been fucking perfect.
3: That's probably how old the script is. Like
1: honestly, <laughs> like like some guy in 1995 sitting there going,
3: uh, "Ooh." Like a turd in the wind. You know,
2: Jeez. I, I, I kind of nailed it. I kind of I nailed it,
3: you know? It's funny, like, my friend was like, I don't think that's how turds work when he said that.
2: <laughs> all, all of a sudden, you, you know, he's, he's an expert on turds. He's talking about, you know, turds don't work that way. Well, I'm a venom, you know? I'm looking the turds work whatever way I want them to work, you
1: know? have bone. haven't you heard? Teacher got hit by a flying turd. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>